The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, on Garda Siakona have launched Operation Slowdown and for the next 24 hours you'll see more Garda on roads hoping to prevent speeding. Now, this comes as road deaths increased to 127 so far this year, which represents a 25% increase on the same period last year. Now, the government has indicated plans to clamp down on speeding through stricter rules and increased penalty points. But what is the best way to reduce the speed epidemic on Irish roads? I'm joined now by transport uh, commentator Conor Faulkner, who's CEO of the RIAC. Conor, good morning. Ah, <laughs> I'm told that we'll be talking to uh, Conor later on in the programme. Uh, so that is uh, something we'll be dealing with a little bit later on. Instead, what we're going to start with uh, today is the number of children in classrooms across the country. It's on the rise. Certain classes having more than 35 students to one teacher. Now, this does have an impact on children's learning and development. So to talk about this in more detail is the principal of Canachwyra Senior School in Kinnanarden in Dublin, uh, Orla Hanahoe. Orla, good morning. Good morning, Pat. I thought I was going to be talking to Connor about speeding. <laughs> Instead, I'm talking to you about class sizes. But there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, we want to talk about this because there is an indication that in some parts of the country, the class sizes are really high. And uh, you might have thought that would be in the Dublin area where the population is concentrated. Instead, it turns out to be uh, in many parts of rural Ireland, there are huge numbers of kids in school. Now, tell me, first of all, about your school. Well, I suppose, as I was saying to your researcher, we're a DESH plus school, so we have um, smaller class sizes. So I would be in the position that our average class size at the moment is 20 to 1. But I would be arguing, because I'm part of, I spoke to you before, I'm part of a wider um, group who are campaigning for DESH plus. You know, we would be in an area of extreme disadvantage and we believe that class size is paramount, that our class sizes should be even smaller than 20 to 1. So really, I think that class size has a huge effect on um, children. And I think that's shocking that there's children in classes of over 30 in this day and age, especially um, because the class, class, the teaching has gotten so more diverse and complex in the past 20 years. It's, yeah. it's now, now, obviously, there are uh, children with different needs. There are also children who've come from other places and uh, where language uh, may be an issue as well. So, as you say, the classroom is much more uh, complicated. Yeah. When you've got a 20, which you have currently in your DESH school, um, you know, you still got 20 faces to recognise, yeah. 20 different abilities to assess, all of that. I can just imagine, if you've got 50% more than 20, how much more difficult the task of the teacher is to give individual attention. Yeah, no, really, because like I say, when I say 20 is average, I would have classes 26 and maybe 19. I'm walking around the school. And then in times I would have had a class at one stage, I did have a class of 28, 30. But you can see it straight away when you go or say, for example, if there's a teacher absent and you have to put an extra five bodies in a class, which is probably happening in these schools as well. Like everything is um, impacted. First of all, like teachers like want to give individualised teaching, tailored planning, like that's very hard to do to meet an individual child's needs. You know, if um, the numbers are so big, it's crowd control. You know, you've like disciplinary issues, trying to manage the behaviour of, 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 of the children. And then 
like with the classes with children with special needs, like we would have, there's a lot of children in our classrooms. There's a lot of migrant children. There's children with dyslexia, dyspraxia, autism, and all those children need so much more care and attention and differentiation. Like you have to, the teacher has to pace their their lessons. Like really the bigger class, like, you know, it's disadvantaging the children because the teacher doesn't have as much compassion capacity to manage the class or yeah. to prepare the tailored individual and small group learning you know so that's 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 the number one yeah. thing i'd notice and then it, it's space like if you five extra heads and particularly during covid i would have noticed this when i'd be going around the classes opening windows opening doors looking at the carbon dioxide monitors like when you have a full class on top of each other like it's like that's not nice for the for the children either you know yeah. now in, in terms of dealing with individual needs of, of children obviously the smaller the class uh, the easier yeah. it is to uh, to assess the needs of, of a child um you as an experienced uh, desk school principal and teacher um you can tell i presume how many kids are getting some help at home and how many kids in your class are maybe not getting the kind of help that others have yeah, you, you 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 would yes because you know like and but it's easier to tell in a smaller class because you know you have more time to spend with the child more time to make um, a connection and, and a relationship with them but like some children need way more support than others because for various reasons parents maybe can't give the support at home you know straight away what whether the reading journal has been signed and like even for listening to reading when teachers want to listen to children's reading at the small the larger classes make it so much more difficult now when you're dealing with uh, the individuals in in a classroom and you know that there's not much help at home what can you do what extra can you do within the classroom to try and make up for that deficit well what we try to do is we'd have like say um, maybe like a classroom support plan. If there's an SNA in the class, that SNA might give it a little bit. Although the SNA is assigned to somebody else, might be able to sit beside that child, like in the group, and look after that child. Or we'd have like in in our school, we'd have loads of initiatives to to support to support the children. We'd have SEN teachers coming in and spending more time with the children. We'd put them in small groups, maybe try and set up a little social group for them or give them the space. Sometimes it might just be if the child hasn't done the homework that night, you know, that, you, you know, the teacher just lets them have a little bit of time at the end of the day or lets them sit outside the room or, you know, create space and opportunity for to, to give the child and support in, in whatever way or we would have, um, like we'd have lots of initiatives in our school to help children like that, like little after school groups and with school completion, you know, so we, we target children who, who need support in whatever little way. Sometimes it's, it's the very little things that can help that little word that the teacher gives the little bit of, we call it bubble time or one-on-one -on -one time with the teacher where they sit with the child or give them a little job and give them a chance to, you, you know, to talk to the teacher because very often those are the children who need more attention from the teacher as well, and a little bit more care and, and love really. That's like a teacher is like, I often think the teachers are like, you know, they're a second parent, they're trying to meet all the children's needs and the smaller the class the more you can see, like the quiet child, the withdrawn child, the child who's might be sitting there and not putting up their hands and not taking it in, but who's shy. And a child like that can get lost and yeah. maybe their special needs not identified if there's 30 other children in the classroom because it's like he who shouts loud enough 
is heard. Yeah. So, th- so they're the children I worry about, actually, the, the quiet, withdrawn children within a large, busy class. In yeah. no matter they, they what don't make part any, of society. They don't make any trouble. Yeah. They just sit there. But yeah. they, in truth, they're bewildered by a lot of the stuff that's going oh. on and they don't raise their hand. There'll be another child with a different kind of personality who's equally bewildered but we'll start making noises and uh, maybe being a bit disruptive as a way of drawing attention to him or herself. And and whereas a quieter child might have even more needs, but the teacher just in a large class, like in a small class, and that's why we're really campaigning, especially in our school for Desh Plus, for very small classes. Like we think you should have 15 to 1 in like junior infants, senior infants, first and second, and then 18 to 1 in the older classes, because all the research would say that um, children benefit more, especially in, in the early years from having a smaller class, because, you know, teacher can spot these things and can see if there's something amiss, because sometimes children can be very clever at masking their difficulties as well, like if they have dyslexia or other difficulties, they can hide them. So teachers really need that space and yeah. time to identify and, and get to know the children. It's very simple, really. The less children you have, the better you get to know them, their parents, their backgrounds, those little incidental chats. At, you know, you, you teachers learn so much when the child is, when they're giving out the lunches or the pencils or, you know, coming in and out of the yard and again, sorting out the problems after yard. You know, the, the smaller the class, the more space and time the teacher has to give those kids the attention they so badly need. Yeah. I was reading in one of the papers this morning about a school where there are a number of classes with over 30 pupils. One has 35 in oh the goodness. classroom, which would be yeah. almost double what uh, what you would have uh, typically in your yeah. classrooms. But here's a, a text from Kevin. He says, when I started school in the rapidly expanding Finglas of the 1950s, there were 60 in each class housed in a three-room school and various other absolutely unsuitable buildings which were owned by the parish. Now, that's back in the day when (laughs) discipline was done differently, shall we say. Oh, yes. (laughs) So so kids would be slapped if they stepped out of line. It wasn't educationally appropriate, but maybe that's how they did cram 60 people into the classroom and and keep order, literally uh, using not the carrot but the stick. Yeah. Oh, totally. I would have heard teach our stories from the past in this school when they would have had 40, 45 in a class and shared areas with 80. And I think it was just, it could have been chaotic at, at times. Yeah. Uh, I, I suspect too that uh, the children of uh, the 21st century are are different, uh, more independent in, in spirit maybe in some ways uh, than the, the children who might have been more uh, compliant in the 1950s, at least inside the classroom, whatever about outside. Anyway, Orly, your advice would be uh, for every school, not just DESH schools, um, the smaller the number in the classroom, the better the outcome for the child. Yes, and I would say that in schools like ours, they should be even smaller again because children in, say, DESH plus schools would need even smaller sizes because they need to help and support even more than typical children. But every child should be in a class of... I'd say 20 at, at least. Yeah, here's an interesting one about the UK. There are teaching assistants in the classroom, not the same as an SNA who help those with a particular medical need. Therefore, qualified teachers teach the whole classroom, but a teaching assistant in the same classroom can help individual children with extra support. That innovation could revolutionise Ireland's classroom problem because teaching assistants can be trained in six months and then be qualified to support children, to support teachers and to support schools. 
What do you think of that idea, Orla? That's something in principal groups that we have widely discussed and said that that would be fantastic if you could have a teaching assistant as well as an SNA to help to help the children's needs because there's so much to do in in a classroom that if you had that person just even to hear a bit of reading or yeah. Um, manage the classroom or manage because very often like the, the, the voices of children are so much more valued and heard more now than they would have as your listener described in that text 40 years ago when something happens in class we have to listen to everybody and sort it out and be it an argument or bullying whatever and that takes time and if you had another person in the class to help with the day-to-day running like I think that would actually revolutionize yeah. and think it's something that our group have actually decided like could we get this could we have if we had a classroom assistant as we've debated what our schools need like that that has come up the teaching assistant model because the SNAs any classroom that has an SNA is delighted because although the SNA is there to is assigned to three or four specific children she or he helps in, in the general running in the school and becomes a friend and a mentor and a helper to all the children. So the classes, teachers who have SNAs, like, like the SNAs in our school are the bones of the school. They they help keep the school upright, you know, right. so. Orla, yeah. it's fascinating stuff. Thank you very much once again for joining us. Orla Hanahoe is principal of Connochwara Senior School in Kinnelarden in... The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, Dublin.